0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am Aiden Mattis. This is the Thornbussy. You are watching the Lore Lodge official podcast, and I—oh boy, um, we're back! We're so back! We have we have watched so much missing four hundred and one content today. Uh, getting ready for these videos and yeah. going into rabbit holes and all of that. So I'm I'm excited. We're gonna talk about some. Uh, we're, gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about the Stacey Aris case, which is possibly going to lead to a anti-government rant by yours truly. <laughs> May or may not. Uh, I cannot promise anything. Um, And then we're going to talk about some of the allegations against David Politis, uh, which I I alluded to in the post I made about this video. Um, I'm not going to talk about what those allegations are until we get to it. I'm sorry, but you'll have to stick around. So the Stacey Aris case itself, however, is probably one of the first missing Form 1 -1 -1 cases I in particular heard about. And it is also one of the most famous partially because of David politis and partially because it just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. in a way that the others, um, you know, it's almost the fact that there, there could be a rational explanation for this one. Yeah. And then it's just not available to the public if it is rational or it isn't a rational reason or it's something else. And that's being hidden from us. So Mm -hmm. we've got to kind of look into that and, and, in most cases, we can definitively say either, okay, there was a rational explanation for this, or there isn't. In this case, we don't know, and it's the government's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where we're going to go with this one. So, s- you yeah, know, strap in. <laughs> um, Fasten your safety belts, ladies and gentlemen. We're going for a ride. Which, consequently, is exactly how Aris got to Sunrise High Sierra Camp. Uh, she went for a ride. Yes. She, her father, and six other members of their party who were unrelated to them but on the same trip were basically, they were riding horses through Yosemite National Park, and they were on the High Sierra Trail, which is a very well-traveled, well-known, popular uh, horseback and hiking trail.
1: Mm.
0: And they were a few days into the trip, and they got to Sunrise High Sierra Camp, which is at an elevation of about 9,400 feet. Mm. Uh, the average temperature in the area from the nearest station is about 70 degrees in the month of July. Mm. In some cases I can get weather data that goes all the way back to the 1930s. This is not one of those cases. That's more typical of like New York city, Philadelphia, Washington, DC, when you're getting out into the national parks, I mean, there's really a weather station whenever they put something
1: there. Yeah, exactly. There weren't really a
0: lot of good means of capturing the data, especially considering people just weren't there yeah exactly it's just yeah so in 1981 they didn't have a weather station but in mm-hmm. 1985 they did and in 1985 it says pretty much 70 degrees highs of mid mid 80s lows of mid 40s during the summer months mm-hmm. and at this time it was most likely 70 ish during the day mm-hmm. and then it could have gotten down to as low as 40 during the nights probably closer to 50 so yes defund the atf exactly kellen data you got it you understand you're vibing with us here um but yes they were on the trail and air quality not a problem you know beautiful scenery great time no bad weather this day it was sunny it was bright and around mid-afternoon stacy and and this is this is one of the perplexing things too Mm -hmm. there is so much detail about a lot of these other cases aaron hedges we got so much detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Nessick. we know everything that he allegedly did that day. Uh, yeah. Of course, we also know after doing the documentary that the story we get about Tom Nessick is probably not the truth. In... And, and and why is that? What, what do you mean? Why is that? Do you, you have thoughts? Say them. No, no, no. I just wanted you to give your little rant on that first. Oh, I don't really have a rant on it.
1: Well, you know what I mean.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> th- what we basically the the story you get from Politis is that. I Tom and his family and a few friends went out to go hunting, and they went out hunting at a very weird time of day, um, like Tom? 10 a.m. in an area that they should have been they, there should have been no problems, basically. This is a populated area. It's not no yeah. you know, it's not super remote. Went down a two-mile dirt road and Tom's never seen again. We go up to investigate it, and of course, you know, lo and behold, the community around there does not believe he was ever there. Yeah. The people involved in the search don't believe he was there. Yep. Um so, you know, Tom's a bit of a different story, but with Stacy there's very little detail. I couldn't find specifics on time. I couldn't find specifics on names of anyone in the party except for Stacy and her father. There's just so much weird stuff going around in in that sense. Um mm. But the story here goes that they got to the Sunrise High Sierra camp um, and and the details, the difference in detail between the Missing From One and Strange Outdoors and all of that that we get in the last 10 years versus what was being reported in 1981 during the search yep. is astonishing. And And it's not that it's like massive details, it's how many little things here and there don't line up. For example, if you look up this case and you go on YouTube to a channel, say, called, I don't know, like, Rusty West or something like that. Let's make up a channel name that definitely doesn't exist. Um, And you watch their video, they might just read from Strange Outdoors and have a slideshow of images from National Park Service documents in the background. Again, just totally making up a channel. This is not something that got 152,000 views with no effort whatsoever. I'm not salty about it at all. (laughs) Um, If you go to those stories, you're going to hear stuff like Stacy was uh, 5'5 and 120 pounds, which is correct. Uh, She had blonde hair shoulder length, which is correct. And what you won't hear is the bit where her father told searchers she could look anywhere between 12 and 16, depending on her hairstyle and her clothes. What you do hear is that she was wearing leggings. It was 1981. Leggings existed, but they certainly were not in fashion for hikers or horseback riders yet. And... Furthermore, we have the missing person poster from 1981, where it says explicitly that she was wearing red and maroon striped shorts with baby blue pinstripes. Why nobody bothers to read the missing person poster, I do not know. There is no viable reason that the missing po- person poster would have incorrect information. Why are you going to blogs and not fact checking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just... well, well, that's
1: the thing: is people. It's okay to take things at, you know, face value in terms of single sources. If you're just doing it for your own curiosity, it's beneficial to cross-reference if you want to be certain about how correct that information is. Mm-hmm. But it's understandable that in the you know essence of time management you would want to take it at face value on occasion. If you're making content exactly. in relation to that, it's a bit irresponsible
0: to not double check the information. That's exactly. all. And that's how I feel about it is like hey, come on guys. If you're gonna if you're gonna tell a story to potentially hundred and fifty two thousand people like Rusty West definitely didn't do. Um, if you're going to do that, All you right. should you should probably check your sources a little bit. Um, so, in reality, what she was wearing was a white either jersey blouse, which doesn't make a ton of sense that you'd be wearing a blouse uh, on a trip like this, or a t-shirt. That seems more likely to me. Yeah. I've seen both. Um, she was wearing an off-white windbreaker, she was wearing her maroon and white striped shorts, Mm -hmm. and flip-flops, as well as an upper and a lower retainer, a gold anklet, and, uh, if I remember correctly, blue dot earrings. I don't know what that necessarily means, but that's what the missing person poster said. Mm -hmm. Uh, it also said that she was carrying an Olympus camera, as well as, uh, a pack of cigarettes, perhaps, and chewing Mm -hmm. gum. Okay. So all normal things for a fourteen year old to have, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, back then, like, I guess. Yeah, the cigarettes part threw me for a loop. I was like, "Why did she have cigarettes?" Um. Uh, well, uh-huh. Um. Yeah, but anyway, it may have been the eighties, but it was still the eighties. That's true. <laughs> she asked her father if he wanted to go for a little hike with her mm-hmm. after they had gotten, you know, settled at the camp. They were going to be staying there. It was nine cabins that slept thirty-four people. I wasn't was not in any way. A situation where you had to worry about bears, mountain lions. This was a safe, well-inhabited area mm. on the trail. Obviously not permanently. It was a, a trailhead. It was in, it was in temporary establishments. But you had people going through there often enough, especially this time of year, that it just would not have been an issue. Um, she asked her dad, and again, we don't have exact time frames on this, so anytime between 3 and 6 p.m., if we assume they're going on a short hike to take pictures, uh, they're not going to be out after dark, and dark would be about eight thirty onwards so he says no but by the way you should really put on some hiking boots if you're going to go for a longer walk flip-flops aren't going to do it yeah so she changes into a pair of gray hiking boots and begins to walk off and another one of the people from the group who was on the trail with them and all that i whose name is not mentioned in any of the reports mm-hmm. from the time not a single news report i could find from 1981 by the way, outside of that National Park Service document I sent you, mm-hmm. I had a very hard time finding any news articles about Stacey Arvis. Really? Yeah. It was very, very, very weird. Um, but... This, this man, this elderly gentleman, mm-hmm. sees her walking along and that's where she's going and says, you know, oh, I'll come with you, I'll accompany you. And they walk according to him in the contemporary reports for 20 to 30 minutes before he gets tired and says, you know what? I'm going to sit down. You go on ahead. I'll wait here for you. Yeah. Now, when you read the more recent stuff, specifically missing Forum one and all of the blogs that have just copied missing Forum one and distilled it into a shorter information bit, you get the story a, that she was wearing leggings that she wasn't wearing. Uh, you also get that she was wearing braces. It was a retainer. Um, what you get is that this guy's name was Gerald Stort, and he was anywhere between 70 and 77 years old. Not Mm. 70, not 77. No, he's anywhere in between. In some cases, in one news article, uh, it says that he's 72. Um, But there's, for some very odd reason, no explanation of why his age is not standard. Mm. Did the National Park Service distribute this information to the reporters? If they did, all the reporters should have had the same info, right? Yeah, I mean, well, do we know whether or not the
1: investigative individuals were able to speak to that person directly?
0: I could not find information on that. All I know is that there are multiple newspapers with multiple news articles that list different ages for this guy.
1: Got it. Yeah, it, it may just be, I mean, you know, poor reporting. Back in the you know the time period in which this was occurring. Or it could have been that nobody actually was able to get contact with that individual specifically, so they had
0: to make the yeah. estimation. It seems like, based on what I've found, mm-hmm. the reporters went to him directly. Okay. Or to other people who were there, if not him particularly. But anyway, we get that he's anywhere between 70 and 77. His name is Gerald Stort, maybe. I couldn't find him. Uh, but again, I'm not an investigative reporter. It's not my job. I do not have the best investigation skills when it comes to looking up individual people who were in their 70s in the 1980s. To be fair, even, like, trained
1: and seasoned reporters would have, to have difficulty doing yeah. that even when they have access to a wide
0: variety of data. So it's just, don't fault yourself. Yeah, I'm not too upset with myself over that one. Um, but yeah, so Gerald said that he sat down about 20 to 30 minutes into the walk, and this is another spot where the story diverges because there are it's that she was going to the lake right Mm -hmm. doesn't say which lake not a single report says which lake yeah um i think david politis came to the same conclusion i did which was that this was probably sunrise lakes there are three of them and sunrise lake number three is about is, is almost exactly a mile okay um on the trail from sunrise high sierra camp it's a little bit shorter than a mile as the crow flies but if you're actually on the trail, it's about a mile. Yeah. So, assuming they're walking either up or downhill, doesn't really matter, but I think it was downhill, mm. um, based on the story I heard. If you're walking downhill on a trail, it's a little windy, but not too bad, you're probably walking between one and three miles an hour, if you're a seasoned hiker. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be closer to three or four, but if you're not a seasoned hiker,
1: mm.
0: or if you're a 70-year-old man, probably closer to one mile an hour, which means that half an hour in they probably would have been halfway to the lake
1: yep
0: and even even a leisurely walk is
1: roughly like at three. least for someone ours, yeah like two to three yeah. so
0: so since this was probably a leisurely walk they yep. were probably about half a mile to the lake yep. when he sat down yeah and then watch stacy walk off into the distance and not a single thing afterward um sorry i'm scrolling to make sure i'm in the right place in my oh, notes I uh so uh gerald waited for a little while and when stacy didn't come back after quite a while he asked some hikers who had come up the same trail hey did you see a girl she looks like this she's wearing this uh, she has a camera all of that they said no we hadn't seen her no yeah. so they immediately started looking because obviously that's weird so they went down to where she had been going and they searched the campsite and they searched around the campsite mm-hmm. nothing was found and the next morning the national park service came in and actually launched a search. And this search was not uh, just National Park. It was not Army. It wasn't anything like that. It was actually, because it's such a remote area, mm-hmm. they had to bring in search and rescue from multiple different areas, yeah. including San Jose, Mount Mammoth. Um, I'm trying to remember the other ones. There were uh, there were a number of other ones that I didn't write down the names of. Yeah, But uh, the, the San Jose and the Mount Mammoth people are both directly referenced mm-hmm. in documents from the time period uh the san jose group said that the terrain was extraordinarily difficult in some places mm-hmm. and they were climbing areas that they didn't think that stacy possibly could have gone but they had to check anyway yeah. in case in a fit of adrenaline while running away from something she had gotten up somewhere they also narrowed the search area to three to five square miles which mm-hmm. included an area basically they they drew lines and were like all right here's where we think stacy could have been yeah could have gotten and not based on time based on natural barriers Yep. ravines, rivers, cliffs, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I so they found nothing. And when you say nothing you mean genuinely I mean nothing. I mean 11 days, $50,000, 100 searchers, German shepherds, not bloodhounds. Yep. You will read bloodhounds or sniffer dogs or whatever if you look at any of the newer documentation of this case. I found one German shepherd and and it it contrasted it even said unlike bloodhounds yeah so I found no evidence that bloodhounds were brought in and the thing is if you look at the Dennis Martin case right mm-hmm. that we talked about yeah where I was I, I had the documentation in front of me yeah I had the entire case report from the national park mm-hmm. that is not available for Stacey weird yeah. So, if I go to pull up the exact same documentation, mm-hmm. I don't get Stacy. I get certain stuff that they published, published, but nothing on the scale of Dennis Martin, where you get a play-by-play, day-to-day, here's what this group was doing, here's what this group was doing, here's what this group was doing, they were led by this, this, and this, the helicopters came from here, the dogs came from here, like, full, very detailed reporting. Mm-hmm. Nothing for Stacy. You get, I think, the document I sent you had, what, 15, 20 pages? Most of them were newspaper clippings. Yep. And a, f- a couple were letters. Yep. Uh, one letter wasn't even really related to the case at all. It was just saying, hey, uh, in the future, if you guys are doing water sampling by helicopter, let us know. Um, because we might need to tell our pilots about that. Yeah. Uh, so... Just, that's that's weird to me, that there's such a disparity in the reporting from the same organization, even if it is two separate parks. Why is the reporting from 1969 so much more thorough than 1981? We're talking about 12 years. I mean, d- just, could it be
1: a departmental thing in terms of the individuals actually involved in the search? Maybe, but that doesn't seem like a good enough justification for such a
0: disparity. It doesn't explain why it's at least not, like, standardized format. Yeah. You know? Why, why would they get less granular over uh, time? I mean, there there is the
1: potential of budget decreases and lack of, uh, yeah, like, there. But but the, the, the key thing there is obviously that's some research that could be done. Mm-hmm. But, again, that shouldn't negate the thoroughness, especially considering that the search area... In this case, is so definitively small. I mean, what was the the total? Three to five miles. Yeah, and that's a radius. I would
0: imagine, or, or... It's a square square miles. Yeah, yeah. So even smaller radius. Exactly. Yeah. What was Dennis Martin? Dennis was, oh God, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I feel he was eighteen.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it, a vastly smaller search area.
0: So you would think they would have better, exactly, data. Yeah. It's just it makes no sense that it's yeah. Nothing at all, yeah, um, but yeah, so eleven days, fifty thousand dollars, nothing is found in this very, very small search area that again was defined by inaccessibility, not by distance, not by anything like that. It was where could she have gone, yeah, and they found nothing, um and that's where the story of the search ends. That's the strange part of this. Every detail I just gave you guys is all of the information that is available on the internet without, like, you know, doing a public record search for money. So, when David Politis initially started investigating this case, Mm -hmm. he ran into the same problem we're running into, where there was actually even less information available at the time because he was doing this in 2011. Basically, anything you find in the, on the internet about Stacy Aris comes from the last 10 years, maybe 15, but basically nothing before her story appears in Missing 411. Yeah. There's occasional newspaper clippings, and, you know, if Stacy's if you see the, a woman who looks like this, it might be Stacy who went missing. Um, the case, I can't determine if it's closed or open, but it's certainly not under active investigation, mm-hmm. according to any sources that I can find. Yeah. So what David Politis did was the the rational thing. He looked at the Dennis Martin case Mm. and said, there is all this information. Why is it not in the National Park Service report? Mm. And it's a great question. um, Because, and I'm going to put it up, Dennis Martin case files. And I'm going to pull up Stacey Harris case files. And I'm going to these up on screen so you can actually see them also i want to note something um let me really quickly swap to correct screen mm-hmm. okay and we're still audible beautiful so uh, if you look at this released files for stacy rs case dennis martin disappearance now it does yeah. say redacted but there's really nothing in here that's redacted there's a few lines but for the most part if you look at this as we're scrolling through this is a lot of information. This covers every detail of everything that happened, names, dates, groups, um, you know, letters from the Department of the Interior. We've received the chronological narrative on the above subject, and we're very interested in the contents. The information contained in the report apparently covers the entire operation, which undoubtedly is the most extensive of its kind in the history of the National Park Service. We know that the personnel who were involved in the operations have been commended by your office and would like to express a well done for the obvious excellent management, of this tragic search well so that's one factor in terms of Ah, i know this is the most extensive Mm -hmm. it doesn't explain why the less extensive searches have less documentation the search itself was extensive but that's not even my point well they also say the, the most
1: well documented apparently this the dennis martin case specifically was essentially the gold standard
0: yes and it was the best documented in 1969 yeah
1: but so but that just makes it clear it's like this was that's the standard it, it, that's well yeah i mean that it was so remarkably well done that it was commended by people involved uh, you know externally i guess so it based off of what we just read it is not um it is not out of the realm of possibility that most of the cases that we would find would not be this doc- well documented. We, yes, but at the same time, it should
0: be. Should be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely should be, um, but, you know, a lot of things yeah, that but should my, be. My point in saying that was that this is what's possible. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. This is what we should strive exactly. Towards. This is what... The Dennis Martin case is what every National Park missing person case should look like, and honestly, it's what every missing person's case should look like. Yeah. This is how we should handle it when people go missing. This is a real crime... Not necessarily a crime, but a real problem for people that they yeah. go missing. And instead, you know, we're enforcing yeah. laws against kids who you know smoke pot in their parents' basement. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's it drives me nuts what the government prioritizes. But well, Aiden, you can't make money from a missing person search. But if you look at this report, my point in pulling this up, it is eighty six pages long. This was a shorter search. <laughs> like yeah, what was the uh, timescale in terms of first fatal think, essay? I'm pretty sure this one was like, uh, he went missing on, I think the 17th or something like that. and was uh, He went missing on the 14th and the search was suspended on the 24th, but they had wound down efforts long before that. Um, for Stacy, 21 pages. Yeah, that's not a lot. And of those pages... The first three are pictures, the fourth is a picture, the fifth is a picture, six, six of the pages. So this is in reality a much shorter, this is a 15 page report. Now one page is the missing person poster, two pages, this is newspaper clipping, newspaper clipping, newspaper clipping, Uh, I'm not even sure what this is. But you search through it, and it's just, this is the search area. Again, as you can see, really crappy Xerox from the 1980s. Um, I'm not even sure what's supposed to be in these. Yeah, that or, that is
1: some horrible Xeroxing there. Yeah, I mean, what does that say on the side? It doesn't uh, matter. Photographed by Randy Olson. What's the... Uh, scuba Diver takes break from search, resting beside Upper Sunrise Lake and another... Uh, another truthless,
0: fruitless... Yeah, point is, Whatever. very difficult images to see, but this is now, what, eight pages of this document that are just pictures? And then the rest of it is just newspapers? This is where we start to get to actual information about the case, right here. And you know what it is? We have, from the National Park Service, mm-hmm. compared to Dennis Martin, look at this. Dennis Martin, this is National Park Service documentation of what happened during the case. Yep page after page after page of paragraphs of information 21 pages two of them are national park service documentation the I, rest this is the mariposa gazette mm-hmm. um i wonder if if we were ever going to do One star an
1: into thin air episode on this Mm-hmm. If we would be able to submit a FOIA request, considering we don't have f- the money, I know. But if, if uh, that's why I'm saying, if we could get to the point where we well, could do that, well, it's
0: funny that you mentioned the FOIA request Mm-hmm. because I was about to get to that. FOIA, Stacy, Marcus. So here's the redacted version, which again, all they really redact is his address. Gist of it is they say that after fully reviewing the issues presented in the appeal, because they rejected his FOIA request at first, Mm -hmm. um, the MPS properly invoked Exemption 7A. Now, what is 7A? Permits the withholding of records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes, but only to the extent that production of such law enforcement records or information could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. David Politis submitted this request 30 years after Stacy went missing. There were no, according to the National Park Service itself, by the way. If we read uh, this line right here, although the search was, is going to let me highlight, although the search was unsuccessful and not a single clue was found, not a single clue you know they're thanking this is the mammoth mountain ski area they're thanking them and then this is them admonishing the the fire watch team for flying helicopters without telling the search and rescue people
1: no really quickly go back to the FOIA request rejection i'm gonna i'm gonna read this one more time exemption 7a permits the withholding of quote records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes but not only to the extent that production of such law enforcements or law enforcement records or information dot 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 could reasonably be expected to interfere with law enforcement proceedings end quote the exemption is intended to prevent premature disclosure of the investigatory materials that might be used in the law enforcement action here's the problem with that Mm -hmm. i think that the exterior of quote, you know, wording there Mm -hmm. is trying to lead you to the suggestion that, oh, it might interfere with an ongoing investigation. What the interior quote comments read like to me Mm -hmm. are that we are not going to do this because we don't feel like doing it. And we could literally say that anything Mm -hmm. would interfere with law enforcement proceedings. Because if I have to go to a copier instead of sit at my desk that might inhibit yeah. my proceedings, so that's a good enough excuse for me to not do it.
0: That is possible. However, I will say writing this letter definitely took more time than doing that. Um, yeah, probably. But there's also the possibility that they're covering something up. Yeah, 100%. Because if they weren't covering something up, the Stacey Aris papers would look like this. Yep. And not like this. Because, again, what what is stark to me... What is standing out to me about the difference between these two reports, partially the length, yeah, but what stands out to me is not any of that. It is the lack of any of this. And if you're listening to the episode, not watching, what we're reading here is page after page of detailed reporting on exactly what happened during the Dennis Martin search. There is not a single paragraph of that sort in the Stacey Aris case. It is only reasonable to assume that this does exist for the Stacey Aris case, right? Say that one more time. It's only reasonable to assume that this does exist for the Stacey Aris case. More right? than likely, yeah, to, to some extent. So it's not in here. David Politis noticed that and went and filed a FOIA request. He was rejected. He was rejected on the grounds that it might impact an open law enforcement case. That implies one of two things. Either the National Park Service is still investigating this, Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I know they're technically a law enforcement body, but come on. Really quickly, did you read the following?
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Paragraph, I just pulled this up on my computer as well. The following paragraph, if if anybody hasn't already read it uh, on their own, In this case, Congress has given the Secretary of the Interior, through the NPS, express law enforcement authority to, quote, maintain law and order and protect persons and property within the areas of the national park system, unquote. And the records at issue in the appeal were compiled for this purpose. Therefore, the department concludes that the withheld documents were, quote, compiled for law enforcement purposes, end
0: quote. The interesting thing is... Go on. I was going to let you make the point. I'm not sure I'm going to make the same point you're going to make, so you have The National Park System gets special exemption. Why? Ah, Good point. Why do they get special exemptions? (sighs) Also, I have to point out that their reasoning here Mm -hmm. actually is not—this is an open case, now that I'm rereading it. Their reasoning here is because the National Park Service is a law enforcement body, Mm -hmm. anything compiled by it is subject to that exemption— Which is expressly not true as far as Freedom of Information Act requests go. The Freedom of Information Act exists for the purpose of allowing you to see this. Ah, come on. Allowing you to see this kind of stuff.
1: Mm.
0: They're saying basically FOIA is bullshit. Basically. That's, that's what this says. And I mean, the, if you read between the lines.
1: The following paragraph does acknowledge the fact that they still are considering this an ongoing investigation and this disclosure mm-hmm. could quote unquote, or let me make sure I'm not actually, you know, there are no actual quotes, but
0: it's saying that it could interfere with an ongoing investigation. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. The NPS has devised the department that it's criminal investigation to the incident is still ongoing. 30 years later? No, that I'm means sure. that you didn't close the case, but you're not investigating it. Correct. And they know that. They yeah. are 100% aware of that. So, he files the Freedom of Information Act, of Information Act request. They reject it. And, of course, this, this is all here. You can see this. Now, Politis claims that he then called the National Park Service to plead his case. And the lawyer he spoke to told him, you're never getting those case files after he explained because he was a police detective after he explained why what they said to him was bs they just said you're never getting those files and hung up on him yeah why why is the national park service not releasing those files if stacy was the victim of foul play 30 years ago and they discovered legitimate evidence showing that why was it not released nobody was arrested nobody was charged so why would they not release information that might keep people safe from experiencing the same thing that happened to Stacey, I mean, if they know what happened?
1: The only thing that I would assume is that because whoever was involved, they would assume, was not a threat to the general public. And it was a specific incident in which there may or may not have been some form of conflict of interest with the investigating body. Mm-hmm. And they just decided it was going to be a lot simpler to keep it an open case and say they didn't find
0: anything. True, but that's illegal. Oh, it is so. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Well, especially because it's on federal land, which yeah. means that it's the most subject to FOIA. Yeah, like there is there is nowhere more subject to FOIA than a national park investigation. Yep. So it's just like the stuff you can get through Freedom of Information Act requests includes like details on military operations from ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can get details on things that are a lot more important than this unless this is a lot more important than they're pretending it is yeah um so i wanted to talk about that now that runs into another issue which is of course so i want to see did i uh yeah i have this up okay cool um let me take a look at it really quick over on my side of things um if i can pull up david politis um not a detective So, here's what we get from Wikipedia. David Politis is a former police officer who is now an investigator and writer primarily known for self-published books dedicated to proving the reality of Bigfoot and establishing the missing 411 conspiracy. Do you know why they put his Bigfoot thing front and center? To try and discredit him? Exactly. Yeah. Um, As we know, recently, uh, for example, Wikipedia made 38 edits to the definition of recession and then locked the page. So we know, uh, yeah, because we're in a recession and that's not good for uh, branding for the government. Um, Mm. So what we know is that the Wikipedia does whatever they're told by the U.S. government.
1: Mm.
0: So it's possible that somebody who just doesn't like David Politis put this up there. Mm -hmm. It's also entirely possible that the government told Wikipedia, you discredit this man right now. Mm. Um, So uh, also, I just realized we're still on that screen. Right. I was going to pull something up. Um, but I'm not going to now, uh, because I basically just made my point. point is, um, if you scroll through the David Politis Wikipedia page, um, it, every single thing is phrased to make you doubt him. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this to a lot of people yeah. they don't like. Uh, But in his online biography page, Politis states that he received his undergraduate and graduate degrees from the University of San Francisco. And in 1977, he began a 20-year career in law enforcement, transferring in 1980 to the San Jose Police Department, working in the patrol division on the SWAT team, patrol, and street crimes unit, and a variety of assignments in the detective division. While working as a court liaison officer in December of 1996, Politis was charged with a misdemeanor account of falsely soliciting for a charity. So... A lot of people have claimed Politus was never actually a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, the counterclaim is that his records were scrubbed on the orders of the FBI. Yeah. Both of these things are possible. Mm-hmm. But I find it's probably a lot easier to scrub records than fabricate a 20-year career that includes being discharged over a misdemeanor. Yeah. <laughs> like... So, after leaving the police force, Politis wrote books on the topic of Bigfoot as well as disappearances of people in the national parks and elsewhere. These two things are not related. Mm-hmm. His work on Bigfoot and his work on the Canada Missing Project, the missing 411 phenomenon, are not in any way related to one another. Yeah. There are a few videos in which he makes subtle implications that Bigfoot could be responsible. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, these people are going missing. Yeah. That's happening. They're going missing. So, of everything is an ex- a, an attempt to discredit him. Yeah, I've experienced the same thing. I've had people tell me that, like, particularly in cases like with Ma millennial, where they tell me that I, uh, you know, oh well, you talk about the Wendigo, so you're you're not a reliable historian. Yeah, at least I believe in the existence of Rome. I, there, there is nothing more ironic to me than somebody telling me that because I talk about like folk monsters. I'm not a credible historian, but the woman who denies the existence of Rome is. I just think it's interesting considering
1: the... This is my view on that whole scenario. Not necessarily the millennial thing, but more specifically the discreditation of you in terms mm-hmm. of some of the topics that we cover. They're not mutually exclusive no. or inclusive. No. In the sense that entertaining the possibility of creatures that we not, have not yet identified in the world mm-hmm. might exist in whatever form they may be, Mm -hmm. is almost completely irrelevant outside of the research about those potential creatures from the definitive historical literature and text and knowledge that exists, Mm -hmm. that you know, that you studied, that you have a
0: degree in. Exactly. It's just wild to me that people will conflate things like that. No. Also, somebody who has a healthy degree of curiosity is not somebody to try and discredit on things like, you know, it's it's just stupid, but yeah. So at the end of the day, what happened here is that David politis, whether he is a fraud or not, that document that we just read from the United States department of the interior, that's a real document. Mm. There is a, enough of a trail showing that the national park service stonewalled this investigation
1: Mm. that it
0: makes asking questions completely completely valid yeah um you know it's it's just so incredibly strange but uh, again along the line of things that are strange it was odd that they said a camera lens was found in the missing form one documentary but there's no mention of that by any of the reporters now i don't care what the hell any of the the national park service people say what i care about is the fact that the reporters didn't get anything um at the end of the day i think this is not the kind this is not a case that we're ever going to get answers to unless somebody from the department of the interior leaks the case files mm-hmm. but it's the one that makes me the most suspicious of the entire thing and over the the time we've been having this show and talking about these things there have been times when I've been like, ah, all right, you know, I was overzealous about that bit. You know, okay, that's probably not true. All right, I've learned this, which discounts that. Yeah. And I've said as much where I've been like, all right, used to think this, new evidence, I think this now. This is the one that I come back to time and time again to ask, why? Why did they hide? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's not rational. It's not sensible. And it just feels like they're, they're, obscuring something from us for reasons that they have not made clear Mm -hmm. at any point yeah so i do want to really quickly though read through uh something that i found that i personally think was kind of fun um which all right here we go i'm gonna close a few tabs here um right this guy up here a fair plan i just had some research stuff up so i i'm gonna switch back over to our screen share it's gonna make chat really hard to see for a second but uh this is what i'm reading from and i'm gonna pull this off the screen so the chats actually show up again but mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read you these because i think they're funny and Aiden, you're gonna tell me uh your reaction okay this is gonna be a react segment you ready oh i'm ready you ready for the react segment all right Aiden. stacy Ann Aris was not traveling alone Aris was traveling with others when she disappeared. She and her father were with six other people. The group was horseback riding and reached Sunnyrise High Sierra camp before Aris uh, wandered off. Oh, wait, this is just the story behind it. Um, Where's the actual theories? Okay, here we go. Um, National Park Service does not keep track of disappearances. That's true, and it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Some of the accepted details in the case may be inaccurate. Mm Mm-hmm. Search and rescue volunteers and outdoor enthusiasts who have researched Aris's case seem to agree that at some point reports were possibly inaccurate in the first place on a forum about unresolved mysteries. Reddit user uh, Persimmon Pluett claims to have grown up and who claims to have grown up and worked in Yosemite said the official description of where she went missing makes no sense. Purportedly, the group arrived at the sunrise high Sierra camp where they played stayed planned to stay in some of the cabins. We are told Stacy left to photograph the lake which was inside of the cabins. There is no lake inside of the camp. It would have been a very long hike to reach a lake, so that discrepancy is odd. Hmm. That fact changes things a lot. If she really set out to photograph the lake, then there was a lot of distance and space that could have accounted for her disappearance. There are many crevices and spots where she could have possibly fallen, and crevices can conceal anything. However, not knowing where she went makes it difficult to guess. So, off the bat, yes. But also, it seems like the... Uh, the 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 reports he's referencing mm. are not the original ones cuz nowhere in mm. the original report does it say that Stacy could see the lake from the camp. But in that case what if they are not the original what reports are they? The ones from missing form 1. Mm. So that's see them trying to po- point out discrepancies is causing discrepancies that further complicate things. Yeah. Uh another same forum uh same forum different user said they were a search to rescue volunteer rebutted saying even articles from normally reputable sources get a lot of details wrong in many wilderness disappearance cases from what i've seen i think it's just because the reporters likely don't have a frame of reference and it's just a quick blip not a pulitzer contender so they skimp on the research but sometimes it can be shockingly inaccurate mm-hmm. also possible uh the part where the national park service doesn't keep track of records is is disappearances is just true uh In response to a Freedom of Information Act request regarding the number of disappearances, this is one of the FOIA requests that Politis submitted, and they told him that it would cost an absurd amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um, Please know that we reached out to and collaborated with other offices and bureaus, the Office of Law Enforcement, Security, BLM, Bureau of Land Management, and National Park Service. According to the feedback we received, they do not track or maintain listings of missing persons. Yeah, That bugs me, because they have a report when people go missing. It is not hard to just put that report on a list you don't even have to do it you could automate it Yeah. be it missing persons report generated automatically goes to the list the fact that they don't keep a list is either pure laziness Mm -hmm. or something more sinister the government i'm going to say laziness in this case is probably the most likely but you never know yeah some suspect supernatural forces uh this mentions politus Politis often chooses cases that might fit certain paranormal theories, most of which include Bigfoot. I don't care. That does not have anything to do with this case. No. They're, again, trying to push that. Yeah. Unlikely that Eris ran away because of her shoes. That is true, but I don't see how it changes anything about this if we're trying to say she didn't run away. Hmm. Um, Possible she had a mishap. Yes, true. Um, They mentioned black bears. But black bears are more scared of their own shadow. Yeah, black bears are typically not all that aggressive unless no. you, like, bother them. Um, and you or if they're very hungry.
1: Yeah, I mean, you gotta really, like, corner them, essentially. I, I've they're been, more likely to run away. They can kill you, easily. For sure. I've been less than 30 yards away from black bears in the wild. Mm-hmm. They freak out when they figure out that you're around and they just want
0: to get away because they're, they're yeah. scared of you. Yeah. So... If their cubs are nearby, it's a different story. Yes. Yeah, then they get protected. Um, But in this case, you know, if she'd been attacked by a bear, probably would have screamed. You know? Yeah, valid. Um, Also, she was 14, not 5. She knows not to go near a bear. Yeah. Uh, Yosemite's known for its large population of black bears. that are about 300 to 500. um, But you're instructed to stay away from them, so it's not like she walked up to one. I can see her maybe, like, going to take a picture of one and getting too close, maybe. Mm. But again, probably would have dropped the camera. Yeah. Or there would have been blood. They would have found something. And in these these places where they're like, oh, well, you know, she could have slipped into a crevice or something. Again, the way that they searched was the same way that they looked for Tom Messick. They set up a grid and investigated each grid mark point by point until they had covered all of it. So that whole crevice thing doesn't work. Yeah foul play hasn't been ruled out. This is like the one thing that could possibly actually convince me mm. is if there were evidence of foul play. But if there is evidence of foul play, it seems to be in those files that we're not allowed to see. Yeah. So, even websites that their main purpose is doing that I uh, don't seem to do a very good job. Uh but really quick, I also want to uh That's take nice. this as a segue to switch back over. Because I want to introduce everybody to Mount Pocono Perk. This is something that we've been working on for a while. And what you're seeing here is Lore Lodge official signature coffee. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first hundred and I think it was fifty people Mm -hmm. that we decided uh, get entered into a raffle where they can, um, well a drawing, where they could win a hoodie as well as a signed canvas print of our logo signed by both of us. So it's really good coffee actually. Uh, if you're a French press person, it's going to make a really, really nice French press. That's yeah. going to be just—it's mild and flavorful, and easily you you can put cream and sugar in it, and it's going to taste yeah. great. It's bold enough to be uh, added to, but mm-hmm. mild enough to drink on its own. That's yeah. what I think is great about it. Um, you know, I I taste tested this personally. Those who know me in my personal life know that I am a complete coffee snob. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of my our own personal story over here. And this is the roast profile. So, and then, of course, if you're looking for a second one to buy, I would recommend getting Stokugies because you will support both of our channels. We make money when you guys buy stuff. It's just nice. Um, and if you want to get a hoodie regardless, you can get a hoodie from our website, LoreLodge.shop. But bringing things back into podcast space, it is almost 8.50, So or 7.50, so we are going to transition over to Super Chat Question Time. Remember, for those of you who are new, we uh, answer super chats first, and then we try to get to everything else. We will go till probably about eight fifteen.
1: Yep, that's how that works.
0: So, twenty-five minutes question time. Feel free to ask questions about this, questions about Missing Four One in general, questions about you know folklore, even yeah, you know, anything you're curious about. Honestly, we'll answer questions. We yep. do have a super chat. I saw.
1: We do. Yeah, we have a couple. There was some that were just. Uh... Donations, which were nice, and I'll scroll back just to make sure we didn't miss them. Uh, I can only go back a certain way,
0: so if I don't get you, let me know. I think I can get to it. I there we go. uh Heavy Burn Man for $50. Thank you. Says, When Dussie and its consequences have been disastrous for today's youth, <laughs> when Dussie and its consequences. Gotta put that one on a shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Somebody's got to remind me of all the stuff I've said we need to put on a shirt at some point here because I forget most of the time. Thankfully, somebody will. Yeah, that's true. Yeah um but let's see what do we get from beelzebub for 4.99 heyo aiden's been over on twitch a few times but this is the first youtube live i'm here for love the chance to support you guys no questions here thank you beelzebub
1: thank you very much and yeah i'm hoping that at some point mm-hmm. when i have a bit more free time i can actually
0: join you on some yeah. of those uh live streams because oh i have been busy and for anyone who is interested we actually have a schedule for the twitch streams now which is Masonic Monday. So on Mondays, I go through and do live reactions to Masonic conspiracy videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun with this because we found some that are from like Catholic priests. Oh, geez. And we also found some from conspiracy theorists and all that. Yeah. Those, uh, in edited versions, will eventually go up on YouTube. I don't have a timeline for that yet, but they will eventually. If you want to catch them live, they're on Twitch at twitch.tv/slash the Aiden Mattis. Those are our Monday night ones, so what we do is we do those for a little while, and then I'll stream a video game. I'm going to be doing El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron, which uh, I think it was Plaz gifted me and requested that I play, so I'll be doing that tomorrow. And then Tuesdays are now Analog Horror Night, so we go and we watch old Marble Hornets or other found footage style content on YouTube, and just enjoy it, discuss it, comment on it. Um, Not really a like, making fun of it or analog, just we're discussing and having fun yeah. we are about two-thirds of the way through marble hornets right now mm-hmm. which is uh kind of a I, the og youtube analog horror okay and because i was inspired by it i went to a yard sale today die, to die. I, to to uh, I went to a yard sale today i went to a yard sale today and i bought uh two panasonic early 2000s tape camcorders to uh refurbish and then shoot some found footage stuff on so that's going to be coming but, yeah, we do those on Tuesday nights, again, on Twitch, and that's usually an hour of, uh, you know, Marble Hornets or whatever we go to next, followed by an hour or two of Left 4 Dead 2, which I play with you guys, whoever's in the chat, usually usually mm. Tay, uh, and a couple of other people like Contractor and whatnot. And then Wednesdays are going to be a more chill, straight video game stream night. I usually grab a couple of my friends, we pop on some Modern Warfare, play some Rebirth Island or Resurgence or whatever, yep. and uh, and enjoy that. And that's really you just get uh, you yeah. know, that's just typical Twitch gaming streams. There's yep. there's nothing there's no there's no folklore content. That's just me and my buddies being me and my buddies. I, I would definitely be down for a Wednesday gaming stream because I don't know how applicable I would be for the other two.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only downside is that like if you bring me into Warzone, I will bring you into lobbies with a
0: point one KD. You understand? That's exactly what I want. I right? know. Like, I could solo a one kd lobby. i know i haven't I, played Warzone in a while actually. i haven't checked my kd last the uh, last night i dropped a game where i went 11 and 5 <sighs> um but more importantly i dropped one where i went 6 and 0 oh, no nah, and nice. one.
1: that's
0: nice i uh, we had one we had two wins last night one i went 6 and 0 oh, and the other one john and i each got one kill yeah and our one ki- we were doing duos yeah our one kill each was the other remaining team no that's awesome we we were absolute rats the entire game um so yeah all right uh pelly guy says uh aiden you're doing great but aiden you could pick it up a little i don't know which one is i think that was intentional i have a
1: feeling neither of our names were spelled right i was gonna say they were both incorrect spelling which is you know it's fine it's fine i'm not salty about it but it's fun i'm kidding I have a feeling the first one would be related to you. The second one is probably related to me. No idea. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Now they're just gonna start doing an Aiden versus Aiden. Oh God. How do you feel about the fact? Oh no, they are doing it. Oh yeah. How do you feel about the fact that our name is essentially our generation's version of
0: John? Stop it. (laughs) Am I wrong? We're better than that. I know we are, but uh... we're not Johns. Um, The salmon quote on a T. Yes. Like I, you're right. I do need the salmon quote. Can somebody recite the salmon quote to me really quickly so I can... <laughs> what is the
1: salmon quote? Actually, I'll
0: write it down on this one that I keep... Oh, wait, about. is that where you were talking
1: about, uh, I don't... You, you would have to, like, just really want to be a s- salmon or something? Or what? I
0: was talking about, uh, Enoch, and somehow we got... To oh, the yeah, yeah, model, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you have a pen? Can you pass me a pen? There's got to yeah. be one. Uh, there's a some oh, oh, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, now I'm remembering... I, I was
1: wondering... Somebody's when gotta happened. tell me what the quote was. I, I was wondering when this happened, then I realized, oh, that's right, it was in the video I edited on yeah. Friday. Um, shit. Shit. Uh, my Will favorite I is ever... when they combine like a transformer. Uh, referring to you know the Aiden Okay, so unifying. If
0: angels come down to Earth. Oh,
1: Jeez. Still waiting on a, the magic in our hearts shirt or sticker. Oh my God. You know that TikTok really didn't get as much traction as I would have expected. I know, it right? It, it felt
0: like the kind of thing that was
1: stupid enough to go viral. But yeah, it does. Things. But that, that just is the nature of viralness. Can you know, magic
0: in our hearts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, there's a uh, chance of becoming a salmon. There's a chance of
1: becoming a salmon. Yeah, just as an FYI, for our plan for the Drunk History uh, is probably average once a month. And we're planning to release those primarily on Patreon because... Patreon and YouTube members. And YouTube members, yeah. And eventually the website once I have time yeah. to
0: actually, you yeah. know... Because we want Be to play nice with YouTube's algorithm. Yeah. I, it's, and partially to give you guys an idea of what is going on at the Lore Lodge right now, yeah. um, due to recent changes in our viewership, we are much closer to being able to go full-time Now, that also means that we are well aware that we need to work a lot more on this channel and its associated social media. And we want to do that, but in order to do that, uh, I need to be able to quit my job. Now, I am willing to take a major cut to my standard of living, but at the same time, I do need to be able to afford rent. So um, hopefully very soon we'll be able to do that. We're going to probably launch... uh, a give send go campaign, which is a alternative to GoFundMe. Mm. Um, they take a much lower percentage. Well, that's nice. So, I, you know, I, I prefer that. Yeah. Um, but so we're probably going to launch a give send go, and then for Into Thin Air, maybe a Kickstarter. We're not. I'm not sure because the the reason I'm not using Kickstarter for Lore Lodge is that mm. you need to give people back something tangible. Yeah. Like you have to choose a tangible project, like a film or a series. So I, uh, you know, if, if we're, hopefully, hopefully we get to a point soon where I can at least go part-time with my job mm. and use, and, and spend the other 20 hours a week doing Lore Lodge. Yep. Instead of doing what I currently do right now, which is work <laughs> 40 hours and then work another 20. Yeah, um, that's not great. Will you guys ever get a full live drunk history? I would do that on Twitch. What? I don't know about live. If it's just me talking. I mean, yeah, you're more... I mean,
1: I have no control over that. You're more than welcome to make that decision. I got it. I can behave. What? Well, on Twitch? Sure.
0: How much did you cut out?
1: I told you it was at least 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Hence my suggestion. Maybe not live. All right, it. We'll do it live. <laughs> huh? And so, for context it's nothing overtly bad it's just like sometimes
0: you don't want everything on the internet that's fair valid <laughs> yeah and it's it like, was i was it, it was you and me like yes it's like we we riff
1: we joke we have fun but like fully understandably sometimes when you are drunk and you
0: make jokes they're not always the best jokes yeah so true um oh boy but uh yeah, we can we can see about it. I'll I'll train myself. I'll start drinking and ranting, and you you'll just grade me each time. We'll we'll see. Uh, a, a, you just gonna record yourself doing drunken rants. Yep. send
1: it to me and be like, watch this. Tell me about it in the morning. <laughs> what do I need to cut? Yeah, <laughs>
0: and then I just text back like three hours after I wake up, and I'm just like everything. Somebody said, uh, CT CTT six one nine nine said, uh, I can behave. He in fact cannot behave. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just imagining I mean, this is basically what lore lounge was though yeah yeah it was cat and i drinking and going yeah but the the, the thing is is that cat served as a good like yeah you a much bef- better like yeah mom than you are
1: yeah yeah i'm the i'm the uncle that just like hands you the like bottle rocket. yeah you're not meeting my have kids fun. till
0: they're 15 <laughs>
1: Purely just because of the fact that their uh, life expectancy would thoroughly decrease if they, you know, knew me.
0: <laughs> just pure, from pure stupidity. I'm way too much of a guy. Lore Lodge D&D when I would love to, um, I cannot run a and d campaign, and my friends who can uh, are camera shy. I've only, put, I've only ever played one game of D&D. It fell apart immediately. The other issue with doing a game of D&D is I have absolutely no idea oh you would broadcast that twitch I'm, i did it on twitch. no i mean room size what do you mean oh it's usually like vir- or at least from what i did with oh no it. we're not doing virtual okay. we're not doing virtual that's deep. fine i would be able to reach across the table and slap you with a gauntlet can we get an archie plushie i have absolutely no idea how to do that but Probably. i want to yeah now we have to yeah Speaking of the boy, he's just at my feet. Yeah, I from? have been
1: doing my best to come not on. run over this man with the wheels <laughs> of this chair or my feet the entire time.
0: There he is. Now I can. He was so excited to join too. Look, look at the camera. Say hi. What a <laughs> we champion! We brought the boy. Oh, the Lore Lodge guys being dudes. No, that's the Lore Lounge. Lore lounges guys being dudes.
1: Yes. Lore lads. More lads. We got a lot of a lures. lot of lodges
0: and lads and You Got the the land lodge. The land lodge. Yes. Yeah. We've got the lord the land lads, which is my my private gaming server. Um, oh Somebody bought the mug.
1: Thank you. Uh, what do you mean by what do you think of mountain lions in PA?
0: Like, do we do you? Th- I don't think we have them anymore. I'm not sure if we do. I remember that they're supposed to be extinct in Pennsylvania, but there's a possibility they're encroaching back in from states where they weren't extinct, like West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Rich, I believe, Yeah. when we were up in... Yeah, he said he'd definitely seen a couple in New York. Yeah, Um, so if they're south and north of here, I would imagine there's probably some here. I'm sure they're probably functionally extinct, like to the point where you're not going to see one. Sorry that your mother spelled (laughs) your names wrong. No. I'll have you know it was my father who spelled my name wrong. And to be fair, ours is actually the correct <laughs> yeah. Irish spelling. So. Uh, well, actually, no. It's. Um, oh, somebody also bought a t shirt. Oh, somebody's buying stuff. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's so nice. But uh, yeah, the uh, Irish spelling of. You know. <laughs> Becca said, Mattis, you are a Nittany lion. I am ashamed. Becca, you know the Nittany lion story, you know it's not about actual lions. You are also a Nittany Lion. Yeah, like... Um, okay, so the story behind how Penn State got its its name was they were playing the Princeton Tigers in baseball. This is the traditional story. And they were, you know, the the Tigers players made a comment about Tigers and, you know, eating the, the Penn State players or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they the, a Penn State player said something along the lines of, you guys are Tigers? We got Nittany Lions. You got nothing. Like, something mm-hmm. along those lines in the early 1900s. Yeah. It's probably apocryphal, like but that is the story that we go with got it um but no there there have not been mountain lions in central pennsylvania for a very long time but i did want to point out aiden is the anglicized version of aiden which is spelled a o d h a n
1: yeah and the one with e is the americanized version yes e is the american no wait real quick look up uh the origin of the name aiden okay origin
0: of oh okay wow Irish mythology and Gaelic roots where Aid was the Celtic was a Celtic sun god. The diminutive Aiden means little fire. Mm-hmm. So our names mean little fire or warmth of the home. Yes. I have met female Aidens. So have I. Different
1: spelling though. Uh, the ones I met had ours. It was weird. That's right. I did meet one with the same spelling. It was weird because I was with like friends and we were out and I introduced myself. She introduced herself as, like, like Sasha or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my name is Aiden. And then, like, her and, like, her three friends just started, like, giggling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And, and there was, like, oh, is it really? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, all right, great. Like, two hours later, I think it was at some party or something. Two hours later, she comes up and she's like, you can't tell this to anyone, but, like, my name's actually Aiden. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> And she was like, yeah, like, it's just, I just, like, go by, like, this name or whatever, but, like, you just can't tell anyone, but, like, I wanted to let you know. And I was like, when was this? Cool. I was, like, several months ago. And I was just, like I, because then she just, like, I was like, cool. And I think we talked for, like, five or ten minutes and then, you know, just separate ways. But I was just like, why would you just not, A, why would you not go by your normal name? B, I mean, I appreciate that you were willing to acknowledge the fact that you are actually named Aiden just because my
0: name is also Aiden. <laughs> Was there alcohol Would have been involved weird. in this story? I'm sure there was. We had oh, okay. a party, yeah. yeah okay. um, Quattro said, out here in Cali, my campus had a few mountain lions. I have definitely heard there are active mountain lions in California. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Out west, 100%. Yeah. He also said, I'm going to be at James Madison U in Virginia this fall. Well, good luck. Nice. If you're starting your college experience, um, I'm not going to say anything because I was not a role model for anyone in college. Do... I, I will give some unsolicited advice.
1: Uh, do... clear should not be drank straight. Correct. Uh, in life, you always have to compromise a little bit in order to, you know, live <laughs> and going. have fun. Just don't do anything that compromises who you want to be. That's all.
0: Have fun. Before but you do anything, yourself. think, would Aiden do this? And if the answer is yes, don't do it. Correct. Or you might end up like me. Or me. i don't think this is going well no this is we we actually the yeah we're kind of divided here yeah. <laughs> um do not let the jovial attitude fool you i hate my job yeah. not this one not this one
1: uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the thing he looks for this is what keeps him
0: alive yeah what what, what we're doing right now is the thing i enjoy doing yeah um oh <laughs> good lord uh, California has enough of a lion issue that if they allowed hunting, it would be popular. <laughs> Instead, Forest Services hunt them privately. Hmm. <laughs> what else do they
1: hunt privately, might I ask? Might I ponder? Might I query? I hate that I just did
0: that. Might I query? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. If you're about to start college, do the opposite of what Aiden did. She says that like she like she didn't screw up her first year of college too. I'm not going to comment on that. You couldn't live with your failure, so where did it bring you back, back to, to me? Pennsylvania, well, yeah. <laughs> just Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's
1: Pennsylvania. where we all end up. We're not. That is not Back in reference to the Commonwealth. To... Yes, that is not in reference to your current situation, by the way. Considering no. that was an upgrade.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, Pennsylvania is absolutely an upgrade over the Midwest. Well, yeah. What's in a so?
1: Eh. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> What's the question going to be? No, I, it's like I realized I was going to ask the question, but I immediately realized I've already I've already Googled it. And I know that the answer is not really that important or that like much of a differentiation. It It was just gonna be what is the real difference between a Commonwealth and a state? And the fact of the matter is, is like there's really not that much of a difference anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then I was gonna, you know, just make a comparison between Pennsylvania and Massachusetts, and then I was like, I don't really want to, because I don't really want to like talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So so I just didn't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my brain asks questions and then immediately it's like
0: Ah, I already know that answer, I just don't feel like it. Can we get Goodwill Edward on a T. What does that mean? I'm not sure I know what that means. My brother in Christ where the hose at? Adam? Is that also something I said in that video? I think so. Again, I cut out about 20 minutes. Drunk Bible was a bad idea. On YouTube, yeah. yeah. It this- wasn't even supposed to be. There were a lot of points where so a lot of it, what I cut out
1: was just me speaking or cat speaking. And it was generally usually followed up with, there's a
0: lot of blasphemy going on here coming from you. <laughs> <or now."
1: laughs>
0: <sighs> it was fun though. I see. Now I need to look it up again. Uh, what is the difference between the state a and the state? Commonwealth? Uh, Cause I can't remember now. Oh, the distinction is the name alone. Okay. Um, Is there was there? There's gotta be one. Interesting. In order to maintain their British roots, yet clearly indicate independence, chose to be called commonwealths. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
0: Of course, it's Pennsylvania's flag.
1: So I guess I guess calling themselves commonwealths was essentially relatively equivalent to when people say. When people who were born and raised in America say, oh, "I am Irish,"
0: mm-hmm. saying that as a person yeah. guilty of doing that. Okay, so they just took the old form of state because state was the new term. All right, easy enough. Um, after the Revolutionary War, having a commonwealth and a state name was assigned. That the former colony was now ruled by a collection of its citizens. Uh, Vermont and Delaware also used the term commonwealth and state entertain- interchangeably in their constitutions. Oh, this is why there's both a Virginia State University and a Virginia Commonwealth University. Interesting. Whew. Wait, hang on. Which seems like they all like drunk folklore, <laughs> so I guess yeah. doing more of it. I mean, yeah, it is only going to be available behind a paywall. <laughs> because yeah, they're probably going to get worse.
1: <laughs> 100%.
0: Yeah. Especially when I'm not self-censoring myself as much as I was able to do that. Um, but if I'm not self-censoring myself, because I'm talking about a sensitive topic like the Bible, if I'm just talking about goblins, yeah, it's gonna get wild. Here's the problem, is that we were
1: born and raised in the internet era, and we were both, um, on the internet a lot as kids, so our senses of humor, at least for me, I won't speak for you, but my sense of humor is generally very dark, so (laughs) that can get people
0: into trouble. Y'all would... Uh, y'all would definitely do something strange for a piece of change. What? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. But I like the rhyme. Okay, Beelzebub, you're in Gilbertsville. That's that's why it's mid. Isn't Gilbertsville like not that far away from where we currently are? I think so. I th- it, 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 look it up, pull it up. I think you might be like thirty minutes from us right now. Probably. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Gilbertsville is like near Douglasville, right? That sounds right. Like, yeah,
1: uh, it is. Oh yeah, it's near Boyertown, so it's
0: yeah up north of Boston, so it's like an hour away. I don't think it's even that far, cause um, let me see, uh... let me pull it up. I'm pretty sure it's not nearly as far. Yeah, it's no, dude, that's like oh, it is tw- it is thirty minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're not far if you want to come down to Phoenixville this week and i uh, grab a drink i am around yeah or if you're not old enough to grab a drink if you want to grab a burger i don't, I I don't, don't know coffee or something coffee, yeah steel city's right there there we go but yeah you're you're actually not far from us at all um <laughs> oh okay so the thing i said after that was my brother and my brother in christ who is christ <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> with my brother in christ who is christ going on a shirt with the adam by- <laughs> is actually pretty funny um, oh, yeah. There were a lot of good... The problem is I can't
1: remember what I kept and what I took out, but yeah. there were a lot of funny things in there. <laughs> it was the uncensored version Oh, God. No. No, see, here's the problem is because most of that's incriminating to me.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> in the sense of just... History Dice uh, says careful not to dox yourself, guys. He said dock yourself, though, and that means something different. I don't know what it means. There's, a, like there's a, a term yeah see he's catching on to what he said yeah there's a there's a i'm not gonna we'll look that up after the show that's fine um maybe i don't need to
1: yeah uh (laughs) he
0: retracted smart (laughs) essentially what i did editing drunk history can we have a national beer olympics please and thank you i think pennsylvania would make top four in that in what national beer olympics for how much you can drink. Who do you think it would make one? Probably like Wisconsin. I was gonna say pretty that. sure Wisconsin is the most alcoholic state in the country. I'm gonna say Alaska. Really? Everyone I've met from Alaska is a tank. Yeah, fair enough. They're growing big up there. Some I mean, people, yeah. Yeah. I mean, tough human
1: beings. The last were you listening th- to music
0: this entire time?
1: No, I kept it in there in case I wanted to listen back to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, no, the the last person I met from Alaska is a guy named Gavin. Who uh, well, what was he doing at the time? It doesn't matter. Uh, he if anybody watches Yellowstone, he looks almost exactly like Rip Wheeler. Uh, we went we met up with him in Montana. Uh, we went bar crawling, and the first drink that we got together, he said, Have "You guys ever done a steak shot?" And it's a shot that tastes like a steak, and it tastes like a steak, and it was great. Oh, and he's also had like thirteen concussions from playing hockey because he was an enforcer. Oh, that's right. He
0: was coaching a hockey team at the time. It's gonna be after the shows. We're just gonna look up docking and watch Shorzy. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not look up Shorzy and watch docking. That will not be happening. I don't know um. what this means, but you will. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, oh boy, uh, Patrick McKenney for ninety nine nine. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Love what you all do. Hope you can go full time. Well, thank you. Um, is is definitely the dream to to one day be full time at this um that is the goal yeah i'll likely
1: split as long as i can because i think that's yeah feasible but um y'all sleeping on texas tisk tisk yeah i was going to bring up texas but like it's changed a bit it has changed a bit and i'm not sure the the statewide ca- capacity to retain liquor
0: florida is the new texas it is no louisiana For the Beer Olympics. Oh, I'm assuming you're saying Louisiana should win. I think he's saying Louisiana should win. I can see it. I think Louisiana would probably be top, like, top 10. We know what state would lose. California? No. Utah. Oh, yeah. Good point. (laughs) All right, so Utah 50, California 49. Yeah. Um, uh, Do we think Rhode Islanders drink a lot? I mean, I would if I were them, (laughs) but... But they may not know any better. I think the Midwest kind of might take the cake. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely nothing to do but drink and grow corn out there. The reason Pennsylvania I I put up there is Penn State, like, represent... uh, Oh, yeah, but dude, like,
1: like, (laughs) Alabama State? I got a B.A., Bachelors of
0: Alcohol. That's...
1: uh, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like the the South, like the the oh god, what is the
0: what is the big group of? <laughs> Natalie says no docking allowed for twenty dollars. What does it mean? Um, <laughs> Everyone what? send him. No, send no. Send him links
1: in the Discord. For the love of God, please no. We're
0: <laughs> gonna come back to the adult side of the Discord chat, just being entire. I'm just gonna get like a thousand pings of things that I don't oh need to or want to see. Um, Shortsea is a thing and it's a great thing. Have you guys talked or heard about some of the stories and theories surrounding Lake Tahoe? Yes. And I mean, there's going to be a whole series on Tahoe and Shasta um, at some point. But again, that's probably going to be after a full time thing. So, to give you guys a a perspective on what going full time means for this channel, what? Hang on a second. We
1: have to address a call out here from History Daddy before we get into talking about the new layer
0: of the channel. Oh, do you say uh, the British Isles thing? Ryan, no. First of all, he's been to London. Correct. And he lived there for a while. Yes. So I think, how'd you do? The size of the drinks are not the same. Yeah, you you seem to, if you order a pint here, you're probably gonna get a 20 ounce drink. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Also, our, our shots, a single shot of liquor in the United States is 50 milliliters. I don't know about England, but in Ireland, it's 25. Um, yeah. Oh, real quick. Uh.
1: Oh, Jesus, God. You were very wrong about California. Really? So uh, Mama Thornberry, or Mama Thornbussy, I guess, technically. Oh, good uh, God. Never again. Never again. Too late. Um, sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> has done the research for us in terms of the top, well, we have 14 here. Uh, of I'm states,
0: was by or they'd yeah, that would have be been bad. Bad, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, these are the top 14 alcohol-consuming states. Pennsylvania, number nine. I'm gonna say no higher
0: than you would expect. Really? But guess what's number one? What? California. What? With oh, right, you know what? I'll be honest. If I lived in California, I would also be drunk all the time. They have gallons overall. Want to take a guess? All right. Well, wait a second. Is this by? Net consumption, not per capita. Ah, then that doesn't count.
1: Fair, but just for the sake of curiosity, California's number one with eighty-one point two million. Pennsylvania is number five with twenty-five point two million, and uh, Wisconsin's on there in fourteen. Uh, North Carolina's at nine. New Jersey's at ten. New York's at four. Illinois's five. Florida three. Texas two. So if it was F one uh on the podium
0: today are california texas and florida all right 10 states with the highest per capita are new hampshire at number one interesting delaware nevada north dakota montana vermont idaho wisconsin colorado and then south dakota okay i I love that both dakotas are on this list yeah i also (laughs) that's just sensible. nevada makes sense i'm surprised we didn't think about that yeah yeah um, all right. But to get back to super chats really quick. Yes. Haylen oh, Kennedy for $5 said I nominate North Carolina for the beer Olympics. We started on moonshine beer is light work, but let me, let me, let me, let me just explain Penn state to you real quick. <laughs> let me just do this. We had a uh, beer Olympics. Sorry. Uh, yeah. crate race. Sorry. Uh, a crate race between two clubs. The clubs will go unnamed because there are people in them who might actively become politicians in the next five years. Um, Wait, what sorry I, I've just yeah, yeah hang on hang on but anyway we had a we had a crate race two teams of 15 people two cases of beer two boxes of wine and a fifth of Jack Daniels our team finished in 15 minutes <laughs> it's a lot yeah um and they continued to drink uh
1: yeah don't, oh, read, <laughs> don't read the last super chat but yeah got got it Thanks. Ah, uh... So it's been explained. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Kelly. Nice. No need. Uh... Megan from Ireland says, "Hey, from Ireland, love your work, hundred percent. Drink a lot <laughs> over here, or drink a lot here." Yes, Bella. Yeah. I was also in Ireland, and I did feel very much at home.
0: Otherwise, I. I actually, I I know another O'Malley. Um... I'm just just commenting. Just saying. Okay.
1: As soon as you said O'Malley, I thought of O'Malley the Alley Cat (laughs) from the Aristocats. Oh, my God.
0: Throwback, dude. Oh, yeah. Potential spam from Lambertville, New Jersey. Nice. Fun. I was going to be talking about something before we got here. Oh, yeah. You were going to talk about the updated schedule. Right. Updated schedule. Yeah. So, us going full-time does not just mean you're getting a video on Friday and a video and a podcast on Sunday. Yeah. Us going full time means longer Twitch streams earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It means, um, at least two days of more of content per week. Yeah. Cause we would be doing at least one story time, which would be one of us or both of us narrating, uh, something either from Reddit or something that we've written mm-hmm. or from like, other probably back yeah. um, like we used to do last summer before we both got, too busy so you there would be one story time narration um and i may or may not be able to bring in some fun uh guests for that
1: uh, Mm, who are
0: also much bigger uh narrators nice um but yeah i might be able to get a couple of cool guests for that uh and then so that would probably be wednesday um that would go up uh we will be adding in the masonic monday videos Mm. as edited together and posted to the youtube so you're getting if we go full time if one of us goes full time with this you're getting at least two more videos per week yeah i and then on top of that i will have time to write i will also have time to work on other projects which means that you'll be getting more frequent installments of the various serials that we're doing Mm. Uh, i have an entire world that i'm building for these serials that is going to involve short stories all set in the same universe Mm. that are going to be little vignettes so you guys will be getting those as written content and then of course once those are written and posted they will be narrated we will also of course do more patron exclusive stuff but that's already being paid uh but my point is if if we get to the point where we're bringing in the kind of money we need to bring in which is i would say consistently the channel needs to be at like four thousand a month probably uh after taxes probably after taxes So, we're not far from it, but we are... My point is to say, we are not far from at least one of us being able to go full-time with this. It's just a matter of getting there, and then once we do, it is going to be content. Yeah. Like, I will be on Twitch three, four times a week at least. There will be three, four recorded and edited uploads to this channel every week. It would be a lot... Plus, it would allow me to do some work with, uh, with some other channels that we've been wanting to collaborate with, yep. but we haven't had enough time to do so. So it would, it would equate to us going from the the Friday video and the Sunday podcast to this being more of the production studio we envision it being. Yeah. Um, and I know I've said this for ages, but I really do
1: genuinely soon hope to put out the monthly
0: uh, Thursday
1: things. I, I have multiple video outlines not complete but in the works i'm trying to figure out which one i want to do first and it really comes down to what's going to be timely in relation to the topic and also my workload so i am actively mm-hmm. working on it it's slow progress but it is progress
0: when will spotify be updated damn it i forgot oh god damn it, i knew i forgot something earlier. tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow <laughs> i promise i will i will get at least a few of them up tomorrow hmm um how much would it take for you both to go around the country in the black camaro <laughs> hunting for paranormal entities in state parks um probably less than it would cost for either of us to have an apartment
1: <laughs> yeah that's the that's the downside
0: um, I think that's, that's yeah. the sad part but i uh, i i don't know uh in terms of actually doing the into thin air documentaries that would that would cost that would be a lot we will we'll probably do kickstarters for those yeah um unless we're in talks about something would oh be
1: big predatory house elf just just a just a clarification that engine would not be swapped out for anything other than a less energy efficient one <laughs> or fuel efficient one
0: specifically just I, mm, if i could drop an ls7 into that thing that was the other thing i want to mention for those of you guys who are fans of the weird bible podcast with wendigoon mm-hmm. um i can't promise more frequent Weird bible podcasts so that is dependent on isaiah's schedule Um, And he is a very, very busy man. But what I can say is I have been wanting for a long time to do a series that does a deep dive into each book of the Bible, um, starting with Genesis and moving through it. So that's another thing that I would definitely be working on. Mm. Um, And that would be at least monthly, if not more frequently. And we would go through all of the books. Uh, And then, of course, as it goes on, they would link back to previous ones. And I would point out the callbacks and all of that. Um, So even if you're not Christian, it would be a good way to learn about the religion mm. um and then of course i would love to do that for other things i'd love to bring back history hut um you know all these different things that we've been wanting to do that we just don't have the time for i mm. uh, we're we're going to be pushing for that and we'll definitely when we put up the uh the give send go or the go go fund me or kickstarter whatever we end up doing we'll put out a video explaining what the roadmap is and all of that Yep. um so people understand but yeah so uh that's that's that yep
1: uh just to clarify uh Callen, right i'm saying it right this time I, Callen, right calen cool. um yeah don't have to ls swap it because there's already an ls3 in there and when i bought the car when i had it inspected i asked the guy uh the guy at the dealership said that he thought this thing might be cammed out i'm curious what you think and the guy who did the inspection uh over nearby where we, uh, we live uh he says like it's ah, really not any way to tell unless you break down the engine and it's, it's like it's really hard to tell I come back to pick up the car after the inspection and a couple of things it's like, yeah, we changed out the the brakes for you updated a couple of things that needed to be done. Also, by the way, the things definitely cammed and I so camshaft is the internal element that, uh, essentially regulates the timing of the valves mm-hmm. in the engine and more aggressive cams keep the valves open longer. So that way it increases the air and fuel mm-hmm. flow mixture to essentially just get, it, it increases the horsepower, okay. but it lowers the fuel efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also the way he was able to tell it was because so there's also a custom exhaust on it the, the person who owned it before i did did so many things to it i'm still not even totally sure what exactly it is um but he said he was like yeah you can't get an engine to sound like that and not have it cammed also there's a uh, a gm performance sticker on uh it's like underneath the little engine uh thing or whatever and he's like yeah not only is it an up, uh, upgraded camshaft, but it was from the factory. So whatever it was they ordered with, yeah, wow. So whatever the person that bought this car, they they, they really had no care in the world for fuel efficiency. Not a, not at all. And they also they, there's an upgraded uh, cold air intake uh yeah it's just there was a custom sound system put in but i mean i need to upgrade like yeah, the, the speakers are blown to hell my,
0: my car has a better sound system.
1: exactly yeah Currently, i put it in but yeah, um, I, I just haven't
0: had the time or, or ability to do it yet to, to respond to that really quick thank you for yes um i uh, i absolutely should do a VeggieTales tales watch party we'll do it in discord if you're not in the discord the link's in the description
1: North State, where, when and where is the LS Fest? There's, I found out there's a modern muscle car meet that's happening next Saturday in Pottstown. I'm very curious to go because they have a mobile dyno set up, and I really just want to figure out what the HP of my car is considering all of the upgrades, and I have no idea. Considering stock, it's 426, but it could be anywhere between that Dude, and were 600. Dude, you so close to blazing it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, only, if it only was a little Man. bit less.
0: Yeah, but I... Clamshaft. Uh, Hashtag clamshaft, shaft says. Clam chef what? Um, clam <laughs> pumpkin bear seven for two dollars. Are we? Are you doing anything? Uh, doing anything to do with Louisiana myths? We have done a video at least on TikTok on the rougarou. Uh, we'd probably work that in for the next folklore video. I feel like there are some interesting things specifically within Louisiana. Yeah, somebody sent a, uh, it, it literally a list of like paranormal entities state by state. I have it pulled up right here um so i'm basically just gonna go through this thing and do all of them because um as you guys who saw the you know our, our post uh yesterday i think might have been today um we're now doing much more structured like one one week a month is going to be missing four one one's gonna be folklore one's gonna be cults one's gonna be um i forget what the last one said was mm-hmm. um but yeah so for example we've got our stacy R's video coming out on friday and then after that is going to be a video on the leshy which may or may not have a very special guest um, and then our video on the Heaven's Gate cult, which may also have a very very special guest.
1: Mm.
0: You you know who it is. Bye, bye. Can you make an assumption that who it is?
1: Oh, uh, which one again? The Leshy?
0: Uh no, Leshy is the. Um, I'm now I'm not gonna say who it is just because it's not admitted yet. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, know, I know that one. But what the was the, one? the Heaven's Gate one? It's a cult. Uh who would be possibly working with us on a video about a cult? Somebody who's done videos on perhaps a large uh you know floating molecular structure made out of water that goes deep into the ocean oh okay got it yeah yeah, yeah. um I, uh, that's where i thought you were yeah. leaning but i wasn't sure so yeah, no, so we're uh we we he he might be helping if he has time so hopefully if not it's fine uh september 63th bowling Green, bowling green ky i'm actually gonna be in bowling green uh on friday oh yeah um, yeah i would love it to go down but
1: the funny thing is is that i definitely need to invest in uh i have earplugs for my car it is that loud on on long drives uh might need to
0: invest in some more more intense ones but that sounds like fun um to really quickly address something that was just said by james stead i love your breakdown of the main branches of christianity i absolutely can do that i if we go full-time that's on the list yeah Um, but also if you're torn between catholic and orthodox i would recommend orthodox i Theologically, What's they're the extremely theologically they're extremely similar. Um, but uh, the the papacy at a certain point in the Middle Ages became a government, yeah, and we don't love that. he became a monarch, not a uh, a religious leader. And um, there are there are problems within the Catholic establishment that have not been rectified. Uh, the Reformation, for example, was originally supposed to be not a split, mm-hmm. but a reform movement to fix the problems. Mm-hmm. Instead, it became the Protestant movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say if you're torn between the two, in terms of theology, they're almost exactly the same. There are a few differences, um, like the filioque is a big one. Yep. Um, but if you're torn between those two, I, I would recommend uh, Orthodox. Do you have shotguns? I don't have a shotgun. I don't. I need to get a shotgun. I, I two have two with the trifecta.
1: I have been skeet shooting before, and I've shot skeet shotguns skeet.
0: otherwise, but yeah, they're, they're, it's fun. I need to take you shooting. Yeah. Um, Becca will come back on to talk about the hodag. Let's do it. Don't know what that is, but that sounds yeah, It's fun. not like you live far away anymore. Yeah, right. Becca, you could literally just show up on a Friday, or on a Sunday, and be like, hey, uh, can I be on the show? And we'd be like, yeah, probably. And he's back. He loves it under right there. <laughs> um... um I All still right. really want to do the New Hope and Ivyland Railroad back when
1: they actually have the steam engine running this fall year. Did you hear year. what?
0: School River Transport Authority. No, it's a thing. The train lines come through again. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. There's going to be a train from Pottstown into Philadelphia going through Phoenixville and Valley Forge. No yeah. way. So they. Oh, that's great. Probably not for like three to five years, but.
1: Well I'm I'm I was was surprised that Norfolk Southern was ripping up their double track and Mm -hmm. they've turned it back into a single track. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering why they did that. I guess it makes sense considering it's no, it's it's double tracked under the bridge, or at least it was. Um but yeah, I guess they're making room for for that. But they could have just used the same I don't know. Weird.
0: I think freight and passenger have different widths, don't they? Mm -mm. Really? Yep. Yeah, maybe they. uh oh, Maybe it could be passenger regulations. They might need to put a new track. Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah, all. That, that would make sense. They might have to replace the whole track. Yeah. And they're doing half at once, so they can keep running trains. Yeah. It might. Uh, that's, that's probably that's what probably it what is, it yeah. is. Yeah. Because no, all
1: because all, it would be, all standard gauge track in the United States is four feet eight inches gotcha. and one half.
0: You know, weird specific details about odd things. I do. And I'm saying. I know. Like. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> it, at thirty-four. We are now twenty minutes past where we intended to go. It was um, good. It was good. It was good time tonight. We were both like well awake. Yeah, like yeah. It, was, it was a fun one. Well, I kind of made sure of that. Yeah, thankfully. I don't know. This this man right here got home cooked dinner, dessert, and coffee. Like I got I got the treatment tonight. Yeah, that's I, I feel very loved. I made a, a Szechuan stir fry. That was good. And I made. Uh, Very good. I made little apple pie uh, bread puddings with ice cream in mugs. So here's the thing if we ever do make a physical lodge. Oh, it's going to have a menu. And he, I'm not going to cook them. but On occasion, will. you
1: have to, oh. though, because he's literally the best cook I know. <laughs> and that's not me just blowing smoke up his ass. Like, ask literally any of our, our friends. He's just. He, he's, he's a culinary chef,
0: he's, he's a master. Oh thank you it's it's mostly uh stuff i taught myself to cook while drunk in yeah college. isn't it funny how the yeah. good stuff starts that way and then i refined it while sober yes that's yeah that's that's the way to discover things you know yeah oh nice. max gonna buy a shirt thank you the shirts uh the shirts are they're actually really high quality and they support the lodge in so many different ways because yeah. obviously it's a few bucks that gets thrown our way but if you wear it people see it and then they think what's the lore lodge but all right um will your coffee be available in k-cups uh is it it will just be available whole bean or ground you can get it ground for drip which if you do that and you get one of the mesh reusable k-cups that's that's all you need to do there you go um so yeah it it will be you can put it through a curate you just need to get one of the reusable curate cups um all right princess firefly just sent us one dollar thank you thank you very much all right that's an evening. That's the night. Yeah. Um, I, thank you guys so much. We will have another video for you posted Friday at 3 p.m. now. Yes. Um. Because YouTube told us that's better. Yep. And uh, we'll be back again on Sunday to talk about...